Symphony of Shadows, Third Movement, Luce Spenta, L'Ombra More, The Celestial Meridian, Phrase 4. Are you sure? Tane asked guiltily. I'm sure. Jazz patted Tane on the shoulder. Now that you'll be joining that bag of bolts, Cybel, you'll be needing the Shadow's Edge more than me. It's all blown to shit anyway, and Aos knows the two of you have fixed it up enough times to deserve it more than me. What about Wit? asked Switch. If we take the Shadow's Edge, there'll be no taking him with you. I know, Jazz frowned. I've told him already. He's not happy about it, but I... Jazz tried to finish the thought, but couldn't seem to bring herself to do so. Well... Tane filled the silence. The way I see it, I'm just borrowing him for a while until I can get my own. I'll fix him up good as new, and if you ever change your mind... I don't think I'll be changing my mind, Jazz interrupted. Sure, Tane nodded awkwardly. But if you do, I'll know where to find you, Jazz smiled emptily. And what about you, Switch? She changed the subject fast as she could. Thankfully, Switch picked up on her discomfort. I reckon I'll make my way back to New Ghana now that things have calmed down. I've got a few projects I'm still tinkering with, and these crystals have given me some fine ideas. Why don't you come along? I could use the help with Tane leaving. Jazz laughed. Not sure I'll be of any help. Never had much skill for putting things together. I was always better at taking them apart. Either way, I'd be happy to have you. You know you always have a home with me. Always. Home, thought Jazz. The words sour in her mind. I know, and I thank you for it. I need to get away for a while, though. Clear my head, you know? Find a hole and bury myself in it. Switch looked like he was going to say something more, but Jazz interrupted. Well, I guess this is goodbye. For now, anyway. She lifted her arms, motioning them closer. Bring it in, then? Tane and Switch shared a concerned smile, but they came close and entered her embrace. They all stood there for a moment, warm and complete. I love you both, she said, feeling the tears well up again. The damned things never seemed to stop, always a moment away from the dam bursting again. Love you too, Jazz. Yeah, I love you, Jazz, they both replied. Jazz gave them both the hardest squeeze she could muster and kissed them both on the cheek. I'll let you know what I'm up to once things have settled, I promise. You better, Tane punched Jazz lightly on the shoulder. Wouldn't want to have to hunt you down. Tane shook his head. Sorry, that was creepy. Jazz smirked, ruffling his hair. I'd like to see you try. Switch placed his rough hand on her cheek and patted it lightly. You're a strong woman, Jazz. Strongest I know. Jazz nodded but did not respond. She didn't feel strong. Quite the opposite, in fact. A weak breeze would topple her. I know she said, pushing back the tears with all her might. Now get out of here, you two. I still have to pack. Jazz turned them both around and guided them to the door before they could see her eyes. All right, all right, said Switch. Good luck and stay safe. Jazz laughed. Two things I've never really been good at, she said, while closing the door behind her. Jazz sat on her meager bed and stuffed her face in her hands. She pressed hard against her eyes and her temples, slapping herself on the cheeks. Get yourself together, she said, 
as someone knocked on the door. Jazz groaned and stood up. She opened the door and said, What did you forget? She stopped, realizing it was not Tane or Switch, but Gerta, who was on the other side. Oh, it's you. Are you expecting someone else? No, I just wasn't expecting you, that's all. Why would you be? Gerta reached into her jacket and pulled out her flask. May I come in? She waggled it around. It would be rude if I said no, especially since you've brought a gift. Jazz moved away from the door and motioned Gerta in, closing it behind her. They both sat at a table across from one another. Gerta took a swig of the flask, while Jazz pulled out two cigarillos. She lifted one to Gerta, and the beast of a woman took it in her strong fingers, exchanging it with the flask. Jazz waved away the booze. Maybe later. Before she lit her cigarillo. For once, the damned lighter worked, and then she realized she'd gotten it from Knox. Jazz choked down the smoke while she handed the lighter to Gerta. You all right? She asked while lighting her own cigarillo. She took a deep drag and then a deeper swig of the flask. Yeah, it's, it's just that lighter. Jazz trailed off. Gerta grimaced, looking at the lighter, and then pushed the flask at Jazz again. No, she said. I appreciate it, but I'm fine right now. Gerda shrugged. If you say so, she said, taking another gulp and placing it back in her jacket. For a long time, the two of them sat there, sucking down the tobacco. The room filled with swirling smoke. Jazz looked at Gerta, expecting to see the all-too-familiar hatred she'd become accustomed to from the woman. It wasn't there, though. In fact, there wasn't much there at all. Jazz suddenly felt the need to say something, but didn't know what. Sorry, she eventually settled on. For what? asked Gerta. What do you think? For... She gulped, the name sticking in her throat. For Knox. She willed the name out. I couldn't save him. It's my fault. He... Gerta lifted a hand and then stabbed the half-smoked cigarillo at her. None of that, Blatt. None of what? Knox made his choices, and you made yours. No one blames you. Gerta paused. Okay, people blame you, she conceded. But I don't blame you, and I'm the only opinion that matters. Jazz flushed at that, her tears welling up again. Instinctively, she placed a hand on her stomach. Thanks for that. It means a lot. I know we've never gotten along much, but you pregnant? Gerta eyed Jazz's hand on her stomach. Jazz's hand flicked away from her waist into the back of her head. What? Why do you say that? Not drinking for you is out of the ordinary, especially after what happened. Then you get all sentimental and put your hand over your belly. Gerta took a drag and blew out a cloud of smoke. Doesn't take a doctor. Jazz sagged, putting her hand back on her stomach. Just found out a day or two ago. Tested myself on a whim. Didn't think anything would come of it, but... Suka, Is it his? Gerda asked. Jazz nodded. Unless Eos saw fit to bless me with a miracle. <clears throat> Gerda half laughed, half grunted. He's some kind of miracle. They both continued to smoke silently, Jazz not knowing what to say. What's their plan? What do you mean? Jazz asked. 
I mean, I know you're not sticking around Providence much longer from the half-packed bags littering your room. Here to shook her head at the mess. You really need to learn to take better care of yourself, you know that? So I've been told, Jazz responded, anger flaring up. She pushed it aside, though, smothering it with the smoke from his cigarillo. Not sure. Still have lots of debts, which means the creditors will be on me. I'll probably find somewhere to lay low for a while, start hunting again. There's got to be some bounties after the mess we've made that I can cobble together enough of a living from. Jazz shrugged. Not sure after that. Never was one to have a plan. Girta snorted. Ain't that the truth? She finished the cigarillo in one more prolonged drag and breathed it all out while she crushed the remainder in the ashtray. Lost some good men and women, you know. I know, Jazz said, lowering her head in shame. Because of me, she thought, but didn't say. Aye, Firefox is repaired, though. Ready to get to work. All we need now is to fill out the crew. I don't think you'll have any trouble. Even if the ship weren't a legend, I know you'll make a great captain. How? Oh, Gerta paused. Nice of you to say. She continued like she'd just taken a sip of moldy milk. Wasn't fishing for compliments, though. Thought if you had a mind, uh, you'd join. Me? asked Jazz. You're choking, right? Gerta smiled. Suka. I made hate your guts, and I never understood why Knox took a liking to you. But there wasn't a man alive I trusted more than him. He'd gotten me and many others out of quite a few scrapes, even when he knew it would cost him. He was a good man, a great one, even. I didn't always agree with him, but I always followed him, and never regretted it. Always hoped it would be me who went first, but that ain't the way of things. Life's a cruel plat. And there's nothing else for it but to keep moving. Understand? I, course you do, Gerta interrupted. Seems like you're in need of some purpose, and I'm here to give you one. I might not like you, but after all of this, I trust you. You attract trouble like no one I've ever met, but you've got a talent for giving it a slip as well. You know your way around the ship and can fight if it comes to that. Jazz tapped out ash from her cigarillo and considered. Where will you go? Scully wants us to run point on exploring that planet. They're calling it Eden, apparently. We'll be scouting places for us to set roots and figure out what to do about that crystal mountain. Seems like a tall order, Jazz frowned. You sure you want me? Considering how things went last time we were on that planet, I'm not sure I'm the best woman for the job. Do I look like someone who says a thing they aren't sure about? I want the both of you, Girta looked at Jazz's stomach, but I won't be asking again. Will you join my crew? Jazz pressed her cigarillo into the ashtray. Smoke rose from the dying ember, and she stared at it blankly. Home, she thought, pressing her hand against her belly again. Maybe it was time she stopped trying to find a home and tried making one instead. I'll do it she said, standing up and meeting Gerta's gaze. Jazz lifted her hand. Gerta stood as well, towering over Jazz. Gerta took the hand in her own massive paw and squeezed it firmly, smiled. Good. Then she pulled Jazz closer and placed her other hand on Jazz's waist. Can't trust you to raise that little bastard alone anyway. Jazz smiled. 
I won't disagree with you there. Then the tears came. What are you doing? Gerta asked as Jazz pulled in the woman, digging her face into Gerta's chest. Miss him, she cried. Miss him so much. Gerta patted her lightly on the back. I do too. The bear of a woman wrapped Jazz in her arms and squeezed. I do too, she repeated somberly. Jazz released herself from Gerta and wiped away the tears. Something new filled the emptiness in her chest. She wasn't sure what it was, but it was warm, and she felt somehow lighter. Well, Jazz said, slapping Gerta on the shoulder, best we get to it then. Symphony of Shadows is a production of Synapse Radio, written, produced, and performed by J.S. Rose. Follow us on Instagram at Synapse Radio and Twitter at Connect2Synapse, that's the number two, or visit our website for all things awesome, synapse-radio.com. Synapse Radio.